FS2R family, what is up? And welcome back to From Seeds to Roots, where we plant new seeds surrounding our perceptions, traditions, values, and mindsets. If you are new to the show, welcome. I'm your host, Alexis Simone. And on this episode of FS2R, we will dig deep to discuss mindfulness and mindful communication, the art of truth-telling. Is truth-telling now considered the new class system? and the hidden biases of honesty that no one wants to discuss. Stick around because later I'm going to drop a few seeds in your pocket that you may want to consider planting based on the points discussed in this episode. If that sounds like something you're interested in, then sit back, relax, and get ready to plant some seeds on From Seeds to Roots. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. Before we dig deep into our discussion today, I am just going to go over a few SMART goals to help you all better relate to the topics presented here in this episode and to help you all better determine what mindsets, attitudes, and perceptions you should consider uprooting to help you become more aligned with your mission and your purpose. Last episode, we briefly discussed what a SMART goal is and how it can help you. So in case you missed episode one, I'll briefly go over what a SMART goal is. So SMART is an acronym that stands for Specific, Measurable, Attainable, Relatable, and Time-Bound. They're goals that are structured to help you set clear objectives and parameters for accomplishing whatever action you desire to take. The S in SMART stands for Specific. Specific talks about what are you trying to accomplish and what steps will you take. Measurable talks about what will you use to measure your goal and how often will you measure your goal. Attainable is related to, will you even be able to complete the goal? And what other skills and resources will you need in order to do so? Realistic is associated with, how does the goal relate and align to your mission and your purpose? And time-bound is related to, what is your desired time frame to complete the goal? Please keep in mind the time frame should also be realistic and that some goals may take longer than others to complete. With that being said, let's get into the first SMART goal that I did create for this episode. So the SMART goal that I did create is create some strategies on how you can become a more mindful communicator when speaking your truth to others. Some of these strategies could be as simple as paying attention to your heart rate and your breathing, especially while you're communicating a truth that is considered problematic to others, or you may just be conversing with someone that you may get triggered by. Another strategy that you can also use is while you're conversing with a person that either makes you angry or invites the energy of stress to you, while you're talking with that person, just simply in your mind, replace the person's face with an image or another person that makes you feel calm and at peace so that when you're communicating, any negative emotions that you do start to feel, they won't manifest into a chaotic situation. And I know this SMART goal is very simplistic and very basic, especially when we dig further into our discussion and you guys will better understand why. Let's kick this discussion off by talking about our current reality. Do you all think we are mindful enough with our communication and how we receive messages from others? You know, we can take a look at this from two different angles, right? The 3D material perspective and of course the more higher five dimensional spiritual perspective, right? 
From a 3D perspective, I'm sure we can all agree that mindful communication and mindful listening can include, you know, being empathetic, being compassionate, you know, watching your tone of voice, being attentive and listening and not just listening with your emotions. Listen to truly understand the person that's speaking on a more 5D perspective. We can now better understand that words are what spells. And what we speak over ourselves and others can manifest abundance or chaos into our lives, especially when speaking certain languages like the English language. A lot of people don't really know that the English language is a pidgin language and therefore has some very uh, chaotic and interesting forms of vocabulary. Even, um, you know, the grammatical structure (laughs) is very interesting to say the least, right? You know, there's a lot of hype surrounding the voice and communication, especially now whenever we're discussing, you know, the midterm elections and everything that's coming up. There's a lot of pressure on the voice to speak up, speak out, right? But do it in a mindful way. Be mindful when communicating. So what is mindfulness and what's mindful communication? Now, some of you all probably heard the term mindfulness um, especially in relation to like mindfulness meditation. So for those of you who are not familiar with the terminology mindfulness, mindfulness is the conscious act of focusing attention on one's ongoing experience in a non-judgmental way. And that includes whatever thoughts, feelings, sensations you may have. You simply let them come to mind and just let them go. You don't apply any type of meaning or judgment to those. You know, a lot of the literature out there is now focusing in on mindfulness, specifically discussing mindfulness meditation and how mindfulness meditation is now being incorporated in certain stress relief programs and other forms of therapeutic medicine. So for those of you who aren't familiar with mindfulness meditation, it's pretty much a Buddhist Zen practice that incorporates the fundamentals of mindfulness and meditation practice in order to help bring attention to one's experience without attachment to that experience. So again, releasing any thoughts, feelings, and sensations from the mind, from the body without any judgment. You know, during the meditation practice, you simply allow anything that comes to mind, any images, any thoughts, any feelings, simply let it go. Don't apply meaning or don't apply judgment to them. Release and let go, right? Now on the flip side of that, mindfulness communication are the acts of both listening and speaking in an open, non-judgmental or reactive way. You know, it allows one to be fully present in the conversation, to engage and be a more attentive listener and communicator, while also paying attention to the body sensations. You know, making sure that you set up a positive intention prior to communicating and speaking truthfully and authentically while showing empathy and compassion when necessary. Um, Another thing that I added to mindfulness communication that they didn't really specify in the literature is setting the appropriate boundaries when necessary. That should also be a part of being a mindful communicator, especially when you're communicating with a narcissist. You know, people who like to uh, dominate and take over because they don't really want to hear the truth about themselves and they and they want to project and not really take accountability. So, yeah, making sure you set up the appropriate boundaries when communicating as well. That, that's also part of being mindful. Right. So I know some of you guys are like, OK, 
What the hell does mindfulness communication have to do with telling the truth? Before we really answer that, we have to define what is truth telling or, or what I like to call what is the art of truth telling? Truth telling is considered a basic moral principle of not being deceptive, misleading, or withholding any information that another person may deem as critical or important. It pretty much promotes respect towards individuals when communicating, right? So how does that relate to mindfulness? Well, you know, we live in a society where speaking one's truth It's become a dangerous, controversial game. I mean, the culture surrounding this whole idea of truth-telling, it's really changed, especially when we take into consideration the types of truth that is now being spoken and the severity of how much damage the truth can cause to people, communities, and organizations. There's a fine line between walking on eggshells when one speaks and communicating mindfully and effectively. In today's culture, is mindfulness even enough to save one from the scrutiny one may face after communicating a truth that may be deemed as harsh and very critical, especially when you're speaking the truth about certain groups and organizations? The biggest question that I have is, can mindfulness even exist in our current society? Because it seems like no matter how mindful you are when communicating, when speaking, people simply don't want to hear the truth, which is interesting, right? Because as a child, you were always told to do what? Tell the truth. In your household growing up, did you or did you not get in trouble for simply not doing what? Telling the truth. I'm sure there's plenty of you all out there, as well as myself, That can recall the many times you may have gotten on punishment or gotten your ass whooped because you lied. You know, we follow a lot of religious doctrines that tell us to what? Tell the truth. When you're in school, when you lie to the teacher, what happens? When you're at work and you're not honest with your boss or whoever the higher up is, what happens? On your job application, what do they tell you? If there is anything in your application that you are lying about, that you are not being honest and upfront about, it can result in what? Termination of employment. Telling the truth is pretty much what being a law-abiding citizen is, correct? I mean, for goodness sakes, there are laws that are in place to protect whistleblowers who are what? Truth tellers. Whistleblowing is nothing but a fancy name for a truth teller. There are laws to protect whistleblowers from retaliation. But we all know in some instances, depending on who's doing the whistleblowing and who they're whistleblowing on, that person or those individuals may not be protected. And you all know what I'm talking about. We don't need to get into that. So with that being said, how the hell did we get to a point where telling the truth is more of a severe punishment than telling the lie? To some of you who are listening out there, I'm sure this question can seem a bit contradicting because, well, we've always been lied to. Telling the truth didn't really become reality until dead men started to die for it. And I know that may seem a bit harsh, but how many real honest men get to live to tell the tale? Dead men don't tell tales, right? 
we have to start realizing that speech is a contradicting act in itself, especially when one is telling the truth. What's interesting to note here is that sometimes whether you are telling the truth or not is not of any real importance. Sometimes the body in which you speak it out of could make or break the foundation in which the truth wants to stand upon. So with that being said, is it safe to consider truth telling the new class system? I mean, we already live in a biased ass culture where people will only accept the truth based on the vessel that comes out of. Now, I briefly touched on this last episode when we discussed authenticity and the matrix within us. So if you did miss it, definitely go back and check out episode one. You know, we have a tendency to claim we want the real, you know, we got to keep it 100 and all that other good shit. But unfortunately, um, we associate what's real based off of what we perceive to look real sometimes. You know, my grandfather, he was a perfect example of this. When he was alive, you know, a lot of people did not really take his words or advice seriously until what he spoke came to fruition and whether folks want to admit it or not there were some people who felt because you know he didn't really work a traditional nine to five life you know his health wasn't up to par yeah he went through a lot he went through a lot but because of some of the things that he went through and how he chose to live there were individuals who felt like he didn't have a right to speak or give certain kinds of advice which is bullshit because now had it been a situation where he was a millionaire and had all these fancy degrees and accolades, people would have been a lot more inclined to take heed to his messages and take his advice. Why? Because he looks like he knows what he's talking about. You know, it's sad because in some instances, it seemed like he really had to prove his the worthiness of his words. I just remember him sometimes he, he would say, don't nobody want to listen to me. These people, they don't understand me. They don't get it. They don't. I mean, you could really sometimes hear the frustration that he felt because people did not take his words seriously. Not until some shit happened. And what's so damn interesting is the same ones who judged him. I'm telling you right now, you put a microphone in their hands and ask them to speak some truth about life. They would barely be able to pull a sentence out of the crack of their ass without stuttering. And that's not being rude. That's just me being honest. You know, it's easy to judge the man who gives the message. But it's even harder to have the courage and innate ability to speak the message because he was intuitive as hell. Very intuitive. I mean, let me just give you an example. Shout out to my grandfather. I, I love and miss that man dearly. Y'all, do you all know that ancestor transitioned on 2-12-22? 2-12-2022. Yes, my ancestor went through the 2-12 portal, y'all. That's how real his shit was. That's how real his shit was. But the point is, a lot of people will not accept truth simply because it doesn't come out of a vessel that they deem is worthy. Now we can flip it and look at the whole situation with Kanye. And I'm not going to speak too heavily on this because I mean, that man has enough people bashing him in the media. I'm not going to do that. So I'm not going to speak too deeply into it. Uh, 
But he spoke up about the very same things people of color have been complaining about. <laughs> he wasn't lying. He was telling the truth about these top hats and these top hat organizations that built this entire system. We see it every day when we get up and go to work. We see it when we go inside the bank and inquire about getting some form of a loan. I'm sure plenty of you can relate on that. Some of you out there have been for the past several years paying off your debt, being in good standing with your loans, getting your credit score together. And guess what? There's still some damn excuse as to why you're not able to get that loan, whether it's for a business or a house. Look at that. Even though we're the ones who are helping them stay afloat, despite our cash deposits, savings accounts, our lines of credit whenever we do get them, you know. But a lot of people had an issue with what he said. And I don't really think it's because of what he said. I think it's just because, well, look who's talking. It's fucking Kanye West. He's always been labeled and deemed crazy. It seems like the ones who tell the truth the most, and I'll include myself with that as well because I've experienced that with people. The ones who speak the truth the most are always labeled, of course, so no one listens to them. Now, I'm curious to know, had that been Oprah, would people have reacted? Or should I say the organizations, would they have reacted in the same manner? If Oprah would have came out and spoke on her injustice, and what was happening to her behind the scenes in order to keep her bound to the conditions and the terms of the agreements. Would they have canceled the own network? Now, briefly going back to Kanye, I know some of you all could say, well, Alexis, it's not really so much what he said, it's how he said it. And that's bullshit. Because when Ralph Peters called Obama effing pussy on national television seven, eight years ago, it wasn't about how he said it. Folks agreed with him. Why? Because he was speaking out against terrorism. Well, what the hell do you think Kanye's doing? And now just added Kyrie Irving to the list. See, people knew what these individuals were saying and they chose to ignore the truth. They chose to. And listen, you want to purposely walk around blind to another man's truth simply because you don't like how he said it? That's your business. You have the right. You have the right. But at that point, you might as well glue his nuts to your damn eyelids and try to see the world through that lens. Because remember, that's all a man has in this world, right? His nuts and his words, supposedly. And we know y'all ain't going to sit there and let brothers go out here on the corner and swing their damn nuts around and be proud. So you might as well let them speak their truth, right? You know, at this point, speech should be considered one of the hidden seven deadly sins, especially when you look at it under religious rule. The majority of these big name companies in these organizations, they are affiliated with some kind of religious doctrine. Being mindful is simply not enough. Being a mindful communicator is simply not enough. So what is enough? How mindful can one be in today's society when speaking the truth? And we don't have to look at it just from the Kanye situation or the situation with Kyrie Irving. There's a lot of hidden biases when it comes to honesty. You know, we can look at it in our own backyards, in our own families. 
How many of you right now have at least once, at least once, ignored some kind of ugly family truth simply because it didn't appeal to the nostalgic lie you chose to believe? I'll raise my hand. How many of you all chose to be biased out of shared opinion with the majority of the family? You know, you have some individuals out there who are talking shit about Adidas, Balenciaga, and some of these other companies. Meanwhile, some of those very same individuals do the very same thing the corporations did to Kanye and Kyrie to certain members of their own family. And what do they call it? Oh, we got to stick together. Family got this. We got to stick together. And depending on how bad the politics is set up in the family, the truth, it can get deeply buried. <laughs> sometimes for generations. And sometimes those who do speak out, you know, they're outcasted or banned altogether from the family. They're labeled. Just like in the situation with Kanye, they're labeled a certain way so people don't listen to them. As I mentioned before, it's not always about the truth per se. The vessel can uphold more weight and determine if the truth is either the truth or the, a lie. Children have a tendency to run into this problem quite a bit when speaking certain truths about certain family members. And you all know what I'm talking about. I'm not going to get into that. But I want you all to think, how bad have we become as people where a child's truth isn't even enough sometimes? And don't say it's because they're not mindful because children, honey, they're some of the most mindful beings out there. When is the truth going to be enough? And I'm not saying this to be mean or make folks feel bad. My purpose is to help you all better understand how deep we've gotten ourselves caught up in this whole maze of honesty. Most importantly, let's brainstorm. How do we undo it? How do we undo it? How do we undo it since being mindful and being a mindful communicator is not enough? You know, you can't force a person or a group of people to listen. And hell, you shouldn't want to. At that point, you're becoming controlling. You're becoming the dominating factor. You should want people to be honest enough with you and themselves that if they choose to ignore you, they choose to ignore your truth, then hey, that's what they choose to do. They're letting you know right then and there. I don't give a fuck about you. I don't give a fuck about your feelings, your voice. Which is very interesting because they care enough about our damn voices to get us to vote. But yet, <laughs> they don't care enough to listen to our voice when we're speaking out about what's happening to us and what has always been happening to us. This is nothing new. It's a mundane, redundant conversation that's being had over and over and over again. A continuous cycle and guys, I don't know about you, but you all, but I am so tired of it. I'm so tired of having these conversations, but they need to be had. They need to be had. So let's talk about solutions. What do we all do? Since being angry is a distraction, since communicating very blunt is a distraction, 
Since it's not about what we say and how we say it, how do we communicate more mindfully when speaking the truth? You know, a very simple solution that we have a tendency to always bring up is let's just create our own. Let's create our own groups, our own organizations. And it's like, yes, we can do that. However, sometimes we're not good enough for us. We still have our own biases that are warped into our minds when it comes to our own people. I talked about this briefly last episode when discussing the spiritual community. You still have individuals within spirituality who are biased as fuck, who still project, who still play victim, who still don't take accountability. But because they're spiritual and they have gifts, they use that as a way to cover it up and pretend that the problem still doesn't exist. I don't think doing it as a group would be as beneficial right now until we take a look at ourselves as individuals which is why I gave the SMART goal at the beginning of the episode. How can you be a better, or should I say a more mindful communicator as well as listener? How can you start to take accountability with your communication and making sure that you're mindful and you're checking in with yourself and you're in alignment? Because whether you like it or not, ego is still going to find its way and manifest. There's still going to be people who feel like, okay, their words are worth more than others because of who they are. It starts with us as individuals. And it, it, it's hard. <laughs> it's hard because there's so much information that has to come out, especially when it comes to our people, the indigenous people. We've been manipulated and lied to on so many levels, not just physical, but spiritual we can just say, fuck it. Let's just say what we got to say. But even still with that, you have to be mindful, especially whenever you have people who are dependent on you, like children. You know, you got to put food on the table for them. They have to have a roof over their heads. I mean, they don't have to, but speaking your truth shouldn't lead to chaos and conflict in their lives simply because you want to be truthful. You know, we have to do it in a mindful, smart way. I mean, for goodness sakes, we're used to being impulsive, lashing out. That's the energy that we're used to being in. So we have to do it in a different way. But gosh, it, it, it it's hard. It's frustrating. There's so many loopholes in this shit and you can easily get stuck just trying to unravel everything that's been done every lie that's been told. So what seeds can we plant? And I invite you all to definitely drop some seeds in the comment section. You know, I'm one person. I can't think of everything. The only seed that I can think of is, and it's more so of a question, but it's definitely a seed of thought. How can we speak truth while still holding ourselves accountable to avoid self-sabotage while gradually releasing and letting go of people, mindsets, behaviors, thoughts, emotions, and patterns that are no longer serving us? Is it even possible? By you not speaking the truth, by you not being honest, that is a pattern that we have. That's a pattern that has followed us throughout generations that doesn't serve us. 
It stresses us out and everyone knows stress can fucking kill. You walking around with all that shit on your chest, all that shit on your mind. You got to let that go. But at the same time, you get punished just for being honest. Is it even possible to do? The short answer is yes, but how? What are some solutions? I definitely invite you all to leave, you know, some comments and share your experience. How have you become a more mindful communicator when speaking truth? as well as a more mindful listener, receiver of certain communication. Because we all know we are the most powerful beings on the planet. If we can get to a point where we can understand each other and be mindful not only when communicating with each other, but listening to each other, that shit will have a fucking domino effect. Because then what it's going to do, it's going to set a rhythm. It's going to set a tone. That other people have no choice but to follow. We're not going to accept anything other than truthful communication, mindful communication. As well as honest and attentive and truthful listening, mindful listening. In order to converse with me, you got to be at a certain level. So definitely, I invite you all to share your experiences in the comments. How have you all become a more mindful communicator and receiver of information? I know for myself, I've definitely become more in check with my emotions. Now, do people still test me? Do they still try to get me up out of my energy because they know that's a past pattern that I carried? Absolutely. But I don't give them the energy that they want. By you being in tune with your emotions, you can definitely be in tune with the energy and the frequency that another person is giving off. So you'll know when someone's trying to take advantage of you for their own benefit. Emotions was a big one for me, especially <laughs> if you haven't guessed it by now. And I'm a fire sign. I'm a Sag. So a <laughs> um, lot of Queen of Swords energy that comes with us. Very blunt, very honest, very truthful. But it's misconstrued at times because it's done in a loving way. But unfortunately, you know... Sometimes the love can get diminished with the amount of frustration and anger that comes with dealing with certain people and certain energies, especially when you're communicating with an individual that you know deep down, they they don't care. They don't give a fuck. It's a game to them. So for me, definitely controlling my emotions also to, you know, when listening, even when being a more mindful listener, I more so listen to better understand what's happening. I don't just listen with the the false ideology of this person is trying to hurt me or this person's trying to do this. They're trying to do that. They're trying to attack me. That's a very victim mentality that I had because I mean, for goodness sakes, it happens so many times. It happens so often. I would automatically put myself in that victim mindset and not want to listen to people. Now, do I still have individuals who try to do it? Yes, absolutely. Of course, you're always going to listen, no matter how far along you get on your journey, how disciplined you become within yourself, you are always going to have those individuals try to take you back to where you once were, because that's where they found their power through your pain, through your hurt. But when you're more mindful and in tune with yourself, you'll be able to spot that shit. And not really give in to it. 
So those are just a few examples of how I've become more of a mindful communicator and mindful listener. And, you know, again, I'm definitely looking forward to some of you all sharing your experiences in the comments and helping us find multiple answers to this million dollar question. How do we go about speaking our truth while still holding ourselves accountable and avoiding self-sabotage while releasing and letting go of mindsets, behaviors, emotions, patterns, whatever is no longer serving us? How do we become mindful and truthful? Well, we've reached the end of the episode and uh, you know, I thank you all for tuning in once again. Um, you know, this topic, it, it's it's pretty heavy. It, it hits home for me. It h- hits home for a lot of us, actually, because for so long, we've been crying out for so long. We've been honest. We've been just wanting our voices to be heard. And every single time we speak our voice, especially when we speak our voice regarding certain situations and truths that others who benefit off of don't want to hear. It's always like a slap in the face, but that's the important part of coming together and brainstorming with with each other. So I thank you so much, you guys, for tuning in to another episode of From Seeds to Roots. If you love my content, then definitely check out my other videos. Uh, Don't forget to like, please, please comment as well as share this video. You can follow the show on Instagram and TikTok at From Seeds to Roots. And I look forward to seeing you all in the next episode. Much peace, love, gratitude to you all. Ashe.